Every Saturday, you can tune in, just like you're doing right now, to America's Positive Radio Talk Show. Welcome aboard, gang. David Essel in the box. David Essel alive, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Every weekend, we've got an amazing show lined up today. I'm already smiling and laughing because the guests are just kick butt. They just are some awesome, awesome individuals covering a variety of different topics, which I'm going to get to in just a minute. XM 168 is where you're listening to us on right now, and we are proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network. Our show also streams live at talkdavid.com. And later on in the show, if you have an iPhone, if you have a smartphone, you can even listen to the show now. If you're part of our text club, you can listen to the show right now on your iPhone, your smartphone, etc. And I'll be letting you know a little bit later in the show how to get involved with the text club. We've got a ton of people that have already joined that. And not only do you get a free motivational video right to your phone every week, but you can listen to the show, which is absolutely cool. 1-800-548-8255. Is the number 1 800 548 8255 celebrating 21 years in positive talk radio broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. The topic I'm going to come back to in a minute to talk about is how do we set boundaries with lovers and children and make them work? I'm going to come back with the answer to that in a second. First, the guest. Coming up, Dr. David Hawkins. He's the author of the book, Dealing with Crazy Makers in Your Life. We're going to talk about how to deal with the holiday crazy makers, you know, the the nutso uncle or aunt or mother or father or sister or brother that drives you crazy over the holidays. We'll be talking to Dr. Hawkins about that. Professor Neil Nielsen, author of Religion of the World. We're going to be talking about what is faith and can we deepen our faith Without religion. Also, Dr. Johnny Bowden, author of The Great Cholesterol Myth. We're going to find out if cholesterol is not the major heart, cause of heart disease, as many of us think. Dr. Johnny says differently, then what is? We'll find out from him. And Steve Olsher, author of uh, the best selling book, Journey to You. How do we find our purpose on earth and make money doing it? Steve is going to lead us the way on that one, too. And of course, we'll take your calls, 1 800. 548-8255, your text. I'll give you the text number in a little bit. Uh, email, email us during the show at talkdavid.com. We'd love to read your emails. Okay, this comes up in, in all the clients that I work with. I'd say about 50% of them that I work with right now and that I have for 22 years based in relationships. Relationships, the number one, without a doubt. Setting healthy boundaries with lovers and children. Many of us talk a really good game. You know, if you do this again, if you do that again, whether we're talking to our partner or talking to our children, but there's no consequences to our words. So we're all talk, no action because we have no consequences. And when we have no consequences to the, to the, if you do this again, and if we don't follow through with it, we lose respect. Our children don't respect us. Our partners don't respect us. So we have to do it differently. We've got to learn to set boundaries with consequences. So if you have a child and they skip school and you say, hey, listen, if you skip school one more time, X is going to happen. And, of course, it has to be a consequence with some weight to it, right? You have to follow through with X. If you're with your partner and you say, hey, listen, when we go and visit my parents or when my parents come here, you know, I'm going to ask you just not to drink because last time you drank, you got an argument with my dad over politics. It was ridiculous. So please don't. You know, like that is a very smart, healthy boundary. And then you have to have a consequence to it. So number one. Remember this. As you hold consequences, it doesn't mean it's going to heal right away. As a matter of fact, you can have a rocky relationship for a while with your child or with your partner. 
when you're trying to hold consequences. You're setting boundaries and holding consequences. But ultimately, what will happen is that you'll respect yourself. Your child or partner will respect you as well, even if it's down the road. Or if worse comes to worse, if your partner has to go in another direction in life, so be it. The most important thing is you setting a boundary and holding a consequence. You're tuned in to America's Positive Radio Talk Show. That's all we do is give you ideas and thoughts and solutions to life's challenges so that you can live at a higher energy, a higher level of vibration, and happier. 1-800-548-8255. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy Saturday to be with us. Let your friends and, and family know we're on the air for them as well. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. And you're not moving anywhere You thought you found a friend To take you out of this place Someone you can lend a hand in return You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show. David Essel Alive, 1-800-548-8255, 1-800-548-8255. Hey, if you want to email us during the show, it's talkdavid.com. If you want to text us during the show, it's 941-266-7676. I got this very interesting email from one of our listeners, Judy in New York, and she asked me like, I don't know, eight, ten questions. I'm just going to pick one right now. I think it's kind of cute. She said, what world record would you most like to hold and why? If I could hold a world record, what one would it be and why? I I know it right away. The minute I read this thing, I knew right away. What I would like to hold the record for is most free throws, most basketball free throws made in a day, like eight hours, you know? Um, we did we did a contest a number of years ago as a fundraiser, and I made a thousand free throws. I think I mean, and I'm not saying this a brag, but I practiced my butt off. We, I shot like ninety percent, and we raised about four thousand dollars for homeless veterans. and uh, And so, what I would like to do is make the most free throws ever made in a day, whatever that record is. I'd like to break it, and use that as a way to raise money for charity. So there you go. There you go, Judy. Thank you. We'll try to get to some more of uh, of Judy's questions uh, maybe later on in the show or a show down the road. Crazy making in the holidays. What is crazy making? Crazy making is like when you're involved with an uncle who drives you nuts with his insane jokes, right? You have someone who just drives you crazy with their jokes. Um, or maybe you're dealing with people who are gossiping all the time in the holidays, and you're going to visit your in-laws, you're going to visit your family, and... There's certain people that drive you nuts because they just gossip about everyone. Or maybe there's someone else who's a sports fanatic, and all they want to do is talk about the statistics. Or maybe there's someone who just really wants to get into the politics. And whatever side you take, they're going to argue. <laughs> you know, Or maybe there's an alcoholic or two or three or four that when they start to drink, they get really, really insane. And a couple of weeks ago, I read an email on the air about uh, a gentleman that wrote in that said for five years that they've gone to his wife's in-laws for Christmas. And every year it's insane living in the house and all the racket and all the arguing. And, and he asked what to do. And so I'm going to give you some parameters here in regards to dealing with crazy makers over the holiday. Number one, 
If you've been in an environment in a home, someone's home, and I don't care whose home it is, and you've done it a couple years and it's never worked, maybe the sleeping arrangements suck or you, 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 the, there's, there's no privacy or whatever it might be, get a hotel room. It so, sounds like such common sense, doesn't it? But do you know how many people that we get contacted by with emails, just like the gentleman a couple weeks ago, that say, what do I do here? And you're going to have to rock the boat. You're going to have to say, hey, listen, honey, I, I wrote this out for you. Here's what's happened the last four or five years, you know, and put specifically what happened every year, the insanity, the crazy making, the nutso stuff that went on. And as you write it out and put it on paper and you hand it to your partner, hopefully they'll see. And you go, look, at, we can spend six hours, seven hours, eight hours a day with your family. That's fine. But we're going to a hotel room so we both can sleep. And we get out of that nuttiness, number one. Number two, watch the amount of alcohol you drink. Sometimes we have drinks when we go to someone's house that we can't stand, the crazy makers. So we go, you know, in order to deal with this guy or this family, I'm going to have to have a couple of drinks. And then a couple of drinks leads to a couple more, and we might start saying things that lead on to an argument or just a bunch of negativity that could have been avoided if we hadn't gotten into it, right? So really watch the amount that you drink. I, I think those kind of things are crucial. If you need to get a hotel, get a hotel. If, if you can, watch the amount that you drink, watch the amount that you drink. And then the last one about gossiping. You know, if you're with someone that is constantly talking bad about other members of the family or relatives or whatever it might be, disengage. That means don't answer. <laughs> I know it's going to sound like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? They're going to say, what do you think? And you're going to say nothing. Because if you can disengage long enough, they will be bored with you, and they'll go on and pester someone else. I promise you. This is one of the secrets to get rid of people that want to gossip or people that want to get into arguments about sports or politics or whatever it might be. Disengage. Just don't have a response. Just look at them, smile, and don't answer. At first, it seems crazy that I would recommend this, but I will promise you, you will get rid of so many of the crazy makers who want to engage you in ridiculous conversation, like really fast. (laughs) 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. I'm going to go through some email here. We get so many questions from everyone. Uh, I'm living a very stressed out life. I exercise daily, but it's not enough. Can you recommend any relaxing-type supplements? And I'm going to tell you, yes. One, okay, GABA, G-A-B-A. GABA is a neurotransmitter in the brain that is all about relaxation. So there's two supplements I believe in with all my my life. Number one is Gabatrol, G-A-B-A-T-R-O-L, Gabatrol. Phenomenal. The stuff works. Google it. Phenomenal. Gabatrol. The other one is GABACOM, G-A-B-A and the word COM, C-A-L-M. So GABATROL or GABACOM, both of those. Now, GABACOM is a sublingual, meaning you put the tablet underneath your tongue, and you can use both of these to relax, to fall asleep at night, or you can also use these supplements during the daytime because they're not going to knock you out. It's not like taking valerian or something that's just purely about sleep. Uh, But these two will increase the amount of GABA crossing the brain-blood barrier, which is what you want, so that you can relax. But remember, the other stuff counts, too. What we eat, how much water we drink, the type of exercise we do, all that's crucial. But these supplements really, really work. Uh, 1-800-548-8255. 
248-8255. If you want to text us during the show, 941-266-7676. Your questions, your thoughts, your comments, we are here for you. Next, uh, let me go through some of the... Oh, what is your definition of intimacy? My husband and I have different ideas um, and want your thoughts. I love this question. Oh, my Lord, I love this question. Okay. So, to me, the most powerful definition of intimacy is 100% honesty between two people. That, to me, is intimacy. If you have a relationship, now this is a husband and wife writing in, but if you have a friendship, if you have a relationship with a brother, sister, mom, dad, uh, a partner, and if you want to have the deepest level of intimacy possible, it's to be 100% honest, which means that you might get rejected. It means you're going to be 100% vulnerable. And that could be talking about your struggles, your challenges, your dreams, your goals, whatever it might be. And sometimes when we do that, people look at us and go, what are you, insane? Like, that's a crazy goal. Or you never told me you were having such a hard time with X, right? So then we face judgment. But in intimacy, intimacy demand. if you want the deepest intimate relationship possible, it will demand of you 100% honesty. And that is scary. It's scary because we have to be vulnerable. It's scary because we might get rejected. We might get laughed at. We might become embarrassed, right? But it absolutely, absolutely works. And then in regards to intimacy, in regards to a relationship, would be 100% honesty and eye contact. And this is something that we help couples with all the time. You know, a lot of couples, when they make love, when they're together, they never really gaze into each other's eyes. They're not comfortable. You know, like that is, is a very vulnerable position to have your eyes open when you make love and to stare at each other and to talk to each other while you're making love. And so when, if we're talking about physical intimacy and emotional int- int- intimacy in the bedroom, it would be doing that. And, and I'm going to say a very large percentage of us who are in relationship have never experienced that level of intimacy. We weren't taught it. We don't see it in the movies all that much. You know, when people are making love, they put their head into their, the other partner's neck and, you know, their eyes are closed and all of that is fine. But if you want the deepest level of intimacy, you'll have to risk with your eyes open. But we don't even encourage couples to risk with their eyes open right away. Like we don't say to a couple, okay, now when you go home tonight, this is your first session with me. When you go home, make love with your eyes open the whole time. Nah, that's not really safe. We start them off slowly, looking at each other, sitting down, holding hands. Oh, we have a whole program that we do with that. But that's intimacy to me, 100% honesty. And then if you're talking about an intimate relationship, staring, gazing, looking at each other on a regular basis. 1-800-548-8255. Ah, here's another one. Uh, I saw a YouTube video that you had done about writing a book, and I didn't understand why people can't just start writing when you recommend writing an outline first. Please explain. This is a great question. So if you want, first of all, go to YouTube slash David Essel slash how to write a book. YouTube slash David Essel slash how to write a book, and there's like a six-minute video there that we take you through. I won't spend six minutes on this topic, but let me tell you why. 
So a lot of times people get really excited about writing a book, and they pull out and they start writing chapter one. And then they get to chapter two, and they cannot think about where to go to chapter two. So they jump to chapter three, but they have no outline to follow. When you take the time to create an outline, you decrease the chance of writer's block happening by about 80%. And so when you write an outline out, you're actually giving yourself a shot, the best shot possible, to write a book that makes sense to not just you, but to the reader. So step number one, write an outline. So the introduction will have this information in it. And let's say you have 10 chapters, one through 10. Write a little synopsis about what you want to cover in all the chapters. Does that make sense? Like, make sure you're really processing through of what this book is going to look like. And then when you actually go to start writing it, oh, my Lord, it's going to be a walk in the park. But check out the video. Go to YouTube slash David Essel slash how to write a book and watch the video because we take you through a ton, a ton of detail on how to do it right now. 800-548-8255. This show is every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern. 3 to 6 Pacific, every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 uh, Pacific. Oh, what form of meditation do you recommend and why? You know, there's, first of all, the benefits of meditation are off the chart in regards to, obviously, stress relief, um, enhancing heart health. Believe it or not, bone density for women that are struggling with osteoporosis, we found through the use of transcendental meditation, studies on transcendental meditation, found an increase in bone density for those people that did it twice a day. It's really true. So obviously, one of the forms of meditation I'm a huge fan of is transcendental meditation. And you can find out more about that form at tm.org. T is in Tommy, M is in Mary, .org, tm.org. Uh, and I've got great stories I could tell you about the founder, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. The other form of meditation that I really love is a simple breath meditation where we follow the breath in and out of the body, and as we inhale, we silently say the word into ourselves, and as we exhale, we silently say the word out to ourselves. That is the simplest form of meditation. But as I've said on the show thousands of times over the last 21 years, do not try to teach yourself to meditate on your own. If you can't go to a course, which I think is an awesome way to learn it, Get CDs on meditation and listen to someone else's voice taking you through. Meditation decreases high blood pressure, decreases the return uh, to any kind of an addiction, helps people leave an addiction because it calms and quiets the brain. For many of us, our brains are like 10,000 monkeys in a cell, right? (laughs) And so this, if we do it on a daily basis, this will help to calm the brain. America's Positive Radio Show, XM Satellite Radio 168. Tell your friends they can also listen to the show right now if they don't yet have XM at talkdavid.com. Streaming live at Talk David. And I'll also give you information how you can listen to us via our text club. Those people in the text club can listen to us as well. Our goal is to help you to get where you want to be in your mind, your body, relationships, and everywhere. And never give up. Have that faith. Never, ever give up. 1-800-548-8255. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. David Essel live.
every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, celebrating 21 years in talk radio. And we're really happy to have you with us today as we cover your mind, your body, spirit, which is what we're going to talk to our guests coming up in just a moment here. Professor Niels Nielsen is with us, and we'll be getting into the whole concept of faith and religion, and can you have faith without religion? Interesting question. Can you build faith? Can you actually, could someone build their faith if they had no interest or no belief in religion? And what would the benefits of doing that be? And and is religion on a serious downslide in the United States of America? Or is it more popular than we might know? Professor Niels will be here to, in just a moment, to give us the answers to those questions. And remember this, this is so important. As you sit and listen while you're driving in your car or listening to us on your smartphone or listening to us as you hang out in the computer on Facebook, we've got a lot of Facebookers that listen to the show. Wherever you're listening to us, just remember, at any time in life, you can turn it all around. You can go after and accomplish those goals if you believe in the possibles. That's what's so crucial. We have to believe that things are possible. We've, we've had people on the show that have lost 150, 200 pounds, so we know it's possible. We've had people that have recovered from serious addiction, so we know that's possible. We've had people recover from bankruptcy. Last week, Randy Gage, right? Homeless, bankrupt, multimillionaire. So we know it's possible, and we have all these outstanding guests, ladies and gentlemen, on the show to give you a feeling of hope, and, and as we'll talk about in a minute, a feeling of faith in you. And in your potential and in your possibilities, yes, you have to do the work, but we'll give you some ideas on how to do it. 1-800-548-8255. Email us during the show at talkdavid.com, talkdavid.com, and text us during the show at 941-266-7676. My guest right now, Professor Niels Nielsen, um, also an ordained deacon and author of the book Religions of the World, Fundamentalism, Mythos, and World Religions, here to talk about faith. Professor Niels, welcome to the program. Good to be with you. Thank you. Hey, can you define in simple terms what faith means? Well, uh, faith is belief, faith is trust, faith is commitment. I like to think there's a kind of a dialectic of faith without any specifics, Faith without a religious anchor becomes vague and indefinite, but religion without a living faith um, becomes dead. Both of these things are interrelated in an interesting um, kind of way. Uh, What's going on in our world, of course, is that religion is not on the down, religion is on the up. All the major religions are in revival. There's great variety in the history of religion. That's a subject I've taught in a secular university. Uh, but um, it's, it's taking up time. And religion, of course, can be a good thing or a bad thing. Right. Uh, faith can turn sour, of course. We have religious wars. We have all kinds of stupid things done in the name of religion. On the other hand, religion opens great doors, and uh, it's, it's not passing out of human life because it adds depth and richness to human life. 
Professor Niels, is the reason that you say that religions across the world are on the incline instead of the decline, is it because of the struggles that we've had universally around the world in the last six, seven, eight years? Is that one of the reasons why you believe that religion is actually on the increase, the participation? Well, uh, sure. I mean, the bare statistics are there, I think. About 76% of the American people say they pray. And uh, there's some religious tie over a wide variety. This is part of what our pattern is here, is religious freedom. We don't own religion coming down from the government, but uh, Americans are interested in it. And, and uh, you know, you ask why life mean, what life means, what evil is, why there's disappointment, and uh, why there's success. And... Uh, I hesitate to put it this way, but it's like death and taxes. Uh, religion is an old variety of forms persisting. It's, d- define for us the difference, be- in your mind, between spirituality and religion. Well, um, religion needs to be spiritual, uh, but uh, religion takes concrete forms. It takes forms of temples and books and people. We can ad- identify it in history. Uh, religion is also very subjective, and um, the interesting thing is some people who think they're not interested in it start looking at life, and, and uh, then the religious questions come up. One of the advantages of the time in which we live, I think, is we know more about the history of religion and more about the variety of religion in our time uh with uh, with television and other entities uh oh, yeah. so, and the in- the internet the internet is huge in helping people to learn about other religions right sure if you don't know what the types of islam are then you oughtn't to be talking about islam because they're contested in our world and right. christianity takes a whole variety of forms but so does buddhism and uh you know, I've taught undergraduates who say I'm not interested at all, but it turns out to be Buddhism is interesting if you're not interested in Christianity. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm interested in both, and uh, I think it can be said very simply, you don't know your own religion until you know something about another religion. Thank you. Thank you. And that's Thank the you. world of dialogue in which we live. Mm. Uh, there are stupid conflicts between religions. There are bigoted, warring people. But if we look at those who are trying to lift the burden of suffering in our in our own time, looking for peace and not war, then there are people in the major religions that are doing this, and often they work together. You know, one of the one of the benefits I see, and and I like you, am very interested in all the religions of the world. I'm in, very interested, uh, Professor Niels, in the walk, the spiritual walk, which is kind of like I, I don't know if this is a correct definition, but uh, religion without walls. You know, I think spirituality can be so deep. But it just without the walls. But one of the benefits that I've seen over the years with religion is the concept of community. Could you talk about that? The the benefits of people being involved with a, a religion is is the community of people that they might interact with on a weekly or even a daily basis. Oh yeah, religion builds deep community. The people that you worship with, who share your religious convictions. Uh, I think what's needed badly in our world, though, is 
also an openness and tolerance. Uh, you know, this war in the Middle East is being fought, you know, on religion divisions very much. Religion can be a very threatening and a very negative kind of thing. But right. it opens doors. If you believe in God and you believe that this present life is not all, and that there are values that are others and the money we have and the friends we have, but what's really right and wrong and how much we can lift the suffering of the world, then then I think you see how many-sided and rich and uh, how spiritual and necessary religion is. Professor Niels Nielsen, Jr., I'm going to ask you to hang right there. We're going to go to a quick break and come back. He's the uh, a professor, obviously a deacon, and author of Religions of the World, Fundamentalism, Mythos, and World Religions. And we'll come back with Professor Niels in just a moment. 1-800-548-8255. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Show, bringing you information to help maybe stretch your mind, open your mind, bring you into a new direction so that the end result is more inner peace more success, and more joy. 1-800-548-8255. Let your friends know we are on the air for them as well. If not on XM Satellite Radio 168, join us at Talk David online, talkdavid.com. I am David Essel. Stay right there. The word addiction in certain company. Yes, she tell you she's an orphan. War is about religion, as what you referred to a little while ago, Middle East, as an example. Wars over religion has been going on since the beginning of time, just about. Is it unrealistic to think that this will ever end? Well, the world has its Gandhis. The world has its Martin Luther Kings, its Mother Teresa's. Uh, the history of the world has not just Jesus, but uh, Buddha, and, uh, you know, I mean, religion is something that really opens doors. I think spirituality is something that can make for peace and understanding. And what's so tragic, I think, is to see something as good as religion build walls, uh, break down uh, communication, uh, I've had the privilege of teaching undergraduates of high quality, uh, don't know much about religion, and uh, then it opens doors, and, and uh, uh, life takes on a different uh, kind of view than if you think that all there is is a world that's often selfish and often evil. Uh, but, uh, you know, Jesus is such a wonderful character, and... Uh, I recommend my books. Uh, they're on Amazon. If some of your hearers just take a deeper look at what religious is, and uh, we see negative things. There's enough negative in our world. That's not the problem. Uh, the world is uh, what to do about the suffering, what to do about the evil. Uh, we're so fortunate in the United States with a standard of living. Uh, we can fool around and do nothing with it. Or we can try and make something of life, as you're trying to convince your hearers to do. And right. then religion is one of the doors. Uh, if one wants a good family, if one wants a good marriage, uh, if we want a government which doesn't uh, impose religion from above, but gives us freedom for religion rather than from religion, 
it, it's it's worth an experiment, and I've had the privilege of telling that to people of a variety of religions. Uh, I've taught Muslims, and it opens their religion if you look at it critically, critically and openly. Uh, there are negative sides to all the world's uh, great faiths, but there are also the positive side. And uh, I've just had the privilege as a teacher to say, jump in and see what goes. How do we, how do we, going back to the concept of faith, how does one, if they want to create that bond within themselves and with a power greater than themselves, how does one build that faith, that belief in something greater than themselves? How do they build it? Well, um, you know, I think then they have to begin to look at particular religious traditions. And uh, again, I commend Buddhism as a religion with a great deal of openness. I'm a Christian. I'm not a Buddhist. And uh, there is always the threat in religion of superstition and idolatry. Uh, religion is a dangerous thing. It's like electricity. Uh, but um, it, it's there, and in Christian terms, it's what we call grace. In Buddhist, what we call nirvana. Right. And um, uh, I think spirituality in general is a wonderful thing. It opens doors, but religion gives it a certain channel. And if one wants to look at Buddha or Jesus, or for all that matter, Mohammed, and, uh, you know, there are the problems of what shall profit a man if he gain the whole world. And... Um, the experience does come if you give it a chance and you're willing to probe it. The name of the book, Professor Niels Nielsen, Religions of the World, as he mentioned, check out that book and others of his on Amazon.com. Professor Niels, I want to thank you for taking the time and sharing your wisdom and experience with us here today. Great talking with you. Thank you. Bye-bye right. now. 1-800-548-8255. You know, I don't know where it is. I have a, a another uh, email asking me about the world's religions. And so you, I think it's really important that we can dialogue only by knowing. We can't dialogue about religions if we don't know about them, number one. And number two, going up into that whole concept of how do we build faith, faith is a muscle. That's what it is. Faith is a muscle. So what does faith believe to me? Faith, or what does it mean to me? It means belief in the un yet unseen. Faith to me is believing in the yet unseen, something that you haven't seen yet, something you haven't acquired yet, but knowing if you do the right things, it will come. Think about it. 1-800-548-8255. Uh, going to switch gears here. Going to switch gears in a very big way. Um, about an email. Now, this is fascinating. An email about a relationship. How do you tell a guy you've dated for four weeks you're not into him? Uh, a nice guy, just not for me. His pics online, so she obviously met him at some type of a, a dating site. His pics online were, was, were, were when he was in shape. Um, and it may sound shallow, but he's not the body type I'm interested in. He's been traveling to see me from another state for the last month. I feel guilty now. Help. Uh, well, first, let me talk about this thing. Uh, not It may sound shallow. You know, whatever you want in a partner is not shallow. I really believe that. Be honest with yourself, and it's okay to like what you like. It's okay to 
to, to, to have a certain body type. It's okay to have uh, a certain faith. It's okay to have someone that really likes sports or someone who doesn't like sports or really loves art or someone who couldn't care less about art. Whatever it is, who cares, right? Like, know yourself. And as you know yourself, become comfortable with yourself. And as you're comfortable with yourself, it doesn't matter what other people would say about you being shallow or not being shallow. That's just my opinion on that. All right. Now, how do you let someone down easily? Uh, The very first exercise I'm going to give you, a homework assignment, gang, if you're in this kind of situation, is write out various responses. Seriously, before you talk to someone about this and have it become really awkward, write out responses that you would like to share with them. Write out what you'd like to tell them. Almost like role play, right? Number two, think about how would you like to be let go? If someone was going to let go of you in a relationship and say, you know, it's been a month, it's been three months, it's been six months, and this, I'm just not digging this anymore, how would you like to be told? And the last thing is be honest, but leave out the details. Like, don't worry. You know, like, I don't know if you have to tell him he doesn't have the body that you want. I don't know if the details have to be there. I think you can just say, you know, I, I just don't feel what I was hoping to feel. You know, the initial chemistry was great, but it's not staying with me. I don't think you have to go into the details. Whether someone doesn't make enough money, doesn't have the right body, isn't in the same religion, you thought maybe you could be open-minded, but now you can't be, you see you can't be. Don't worry about the details, but be honest. Because the worst thing in the world, if this is only a month, right, the worst thing in the world would be to wait six months and then really get yourself in a hole. Let, let me know how you do. Email us back and let me know how you do. 1-800-548-8255. Hey, listen, you can listen to us right now every Saturday on your smartphone, your iPhone, your Android. Join our text club in order to do that. We give away free motivational information every week. Once a week, we'll send you a text with free motivational information and a link to listen to our show right on your phone. So here you go to join the text club. Type in the number 69302, 69302. Then where the message is, just type in Talk David, all smaller letters, lowercase, Talk David, one word, Talk David. Hit send. Let me go through that again. Join it, though, because it's fun, and the base is building. We're having a huge number of people join it. Type in the number 69302, 69302. 302. Then in the message box, talk David. All one word, lowercase. Talk David. Hit send. Every Saturday, you'll receive a free motivational video from us and at the same time, a link to listen to the show. And if you want to take it a step further and you're looking at 2013 and you're saying you really want this year to rock, join us with our Master Mentor Program. All the information is at talkdavid.com. But we take a couple new clients every month, like usually two to three clients a month is the most we can take. Go to talkdavid.com, click on the Master Mentor Program, and I will work with you one-on-one for 50 two straight weeks. It's you and me, baby. 52 straight weeks. We'll accomplish any goal that you want with your body, with money, your career, your relationships. To free yourself of an addiction, go to talkdavid.com, click on the Master Mentor Program, and look it up and sign up, and we'll work together. I want to remind you again, it's never too late to go after your goals, your dreams. We have to believe in the unbelievable, right? We have to believe in possibilities. And this show is about reminding you to go after your dreams. More to come. I'm David Essel. Stay there.